Grace, mercy, and peace to you, dear friends in Christ, from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus. Amen. If you are watching this sermon today, you're watching it for one of two reasons. Either A, uh, my wife and I have just had our third child, and or we're about to have our third child, and I am not with you today. That could be reason one, or reason two is that I got hit by a bus and I'm no longer alive and this is the last sermon that I'll ever preach and that's uh, all that we have in the queue uh, to be able to have ready for you guys for today. So, you know, in either situation, the birth of a new child or my death, I guess this message is fitting because it's a message about being alive in Christ. Alive in Christ, it's who we are as a congregation. It's who we are as Christian people. Alive in Christ. You know, during these coming weeks, all the way up until July 23rd, we are spending time in uh, looking at our 150-year-old mission statement as a church, originally drafted in 1868. Now, if you're watching this today, this is sort of a, um, a standalone sermon in the midst of that whole seven-week uh, series going through the mission statement of the church. But this one also fits in because our modern uh, present-day interpretation of our 150-year-old mission statement is this. This is how we apply it, that we are alive in Christ. We are a vibrant and growing family of God truly and fully alive in Christ. That's who we desire to be as a, as a congregation, alive in Christ, vibrant and, and growing. So how does this also fit in if I said that uh, if I get hit by a bus, it's also a fitting message? <laughs> well, being alive in Christ, it begins at the beginning of our life and it goes all the way through our death and all the way to eternal life. The good news that we are alive in Christ is our truth from the beginning all the way until the end. I've said it before. God is a God of life. And God excels in life. He creates life. He sustains life, and he promises eternal life to all who believe in Jesus Christ. Therefore, we are alive because God says we are alive, and we are alive forever because Jesus rose from the dead. If we say that we are alive in Christ, it comes solely as a means of grace because of who God is and who he has made us to be. Today I want to read for you Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 11. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. 
For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Again, if you're watching this video, it's possible that I have a third child that's been born now, uh, but I also have two other uh, kids, Hazel and Max, and somehow lately uh, around our dinner table, the topic of death has been popping up a lot lately. Now for you uh, who have, or for, for those of you who are parents uh, right now, or you know, raising, raising your kids, or maybe those of you who have raised kids at any point, how do you handle that topic of death in your homes? How do you talk to your kids about death? Do you, do you face it head on or do you try to skirt around the issue and hope that they forget about it because you don't know what to say? Here's, here's some advice for you. If you get this in your head that we are alive in Christ and we will always be alive in Christ and life is what matters to God, you will be able to answer this question about death to your children. So here's, here's how I answer it with my kids. You know, lately they've been saying things to me like, Dad, we don't want you to die. And while I'm grateful to hear that, I make sure that they know, and I say this to them, I, I don't want to die either. Uh, not anytime soon. But if, if I die soon, I want you to know that I, I'll be with Jesus. I'll be with Jesus, and then when Jesus comes back, He's going to raise me from the dead and I'll live again. I'll live again and, and we'll be together forever, alive in Christ and, and with him. This powerful news of life in Christ has given me a definitive answer to my children to handle death and it gives them language to also talk about it. Because I've heard my own children who are three and five say the same thing to me um, and to other people. We were at a funeral uh, for a friend recently, and my, and my daughter said, Dad, she's going to live again. And I said, you're right, sweetie. You're right, because Jesus lives, so too shall we live with him. We are alive in Christ. And, and this life in Christ comes as a gift from God to us. We cannot do anything to make ourselves alive in Christ. Just like you did not create yourself in your mother's womb, your life was created for you, your life in Christ has been created for you. God makes you alive in Christ through Jesus himself. So in this lesson from Romans, the Apostle Paul 
talks about us being united with Jesus. If we've been united with him in a death like his, we shall be united with him in a resurrection like his. Let me take you on a quick field trip into the chapel. I want to show you something. My kids like to come into the chapel and they'll say, Hey, Dad, there's Jesus off the cross, and there's Jesus on the cross. There's Jesus off the cross, and there's Jesus on the cross. They really do. They, they go back and forth between there's Jesus on the cross and there's Jesus off the cross. On the cross, off the cross. Yeah, Jesus was on a cross, and now Jesus is off the cross. We are people who have been united in that death of Jesus Christ. So when we see Jesus on the cross, we remember that we too have died to sin. That sin has no power over us, no dominion over us. There's no judgment for our sin because Christ paid for it. We're united in death with Jesus. What this also means, though, is that when we do die, we are still united with Jesus. Yes, when our body stops breathing, we are still with Jesus. We're with him now. We're with him in death. And then as Jesus rose from the dead, we too will be raised to new life. So we will be, for eternity, alive in Christ. And we are in Christ in our death, and therefore we are in Christ now, alive in him. So what does this have to do with the mission of the church? Well, we cherish the fact that we are alive. We give all honor and glory to God who makes us alive. We as the body of Christ build one another up in this life in Christ. We gather together for worship, where we acknowledge this relationship of who God is and who we are. Where we hear the word of forgiveness proclaimed to us. Where we receive the sacraments, the means of grace by which God works life into us. We gather together in groups where we build one another up as the body of Christ where we encourage one another, support one another, where we study together and serve together. And then as the living body of Christ, we go into this community, truly and fully alive in him, to speak his truth by the power of the Spirit into this world, so that the ears of others may be filled with the good news of salvation and their lives will be transformed Transform into the likeness of Jesus Christ. If you are alive in Christ, which you are, what do people who are alive do? They go and they speak and they live and hopefully they reproduce as well. By sharing the good news of Jesus Christ and raising up other people to know of this life in Christ the word of God is reproduced and it is multiplied and then other people reproduce and multiply to make others alive in Christ. This is the mission of this congregation. It always has been. 
And this is how it is lived out in our lives in this context today. I pray that today, whether you are at the beginning stages of life or you're at the end stages of your life or that you are anywhere in between, that you will hear today that because Jesus lives, you are alive. You are in him, in him, never to be removed from him. Your sin is not too great to overpower his grace for you. You are alive in Christ, my friends. And I pray that this good news will rest mightily on you today and every day. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.